Thanks for joining us for Episode 12 of Season 2 of Couples, Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. The first and third Wednesday of each month, we drop episodes with advice, tips, and real-world experience for partnering in business and life. I'm Jody, a business owner and communications strategist, and confession, I don't eat leftovers. Not sure why, but I just don't. I, maybe I forget that they're there, or maybe they don't seem appealing the next day or so. But I kind of feel like if I don't take home the leftovers from the restaurant, I'm wasting food. Yeah. But then I'm just throwing it away later oh, yeah. at home inside a container. So I'm not only wasting food, now I'm killing the planet. That's that's on me, guys. The container thief. Yeah, I've got all the containers, and now I'm throwing all of that away and just wasting everything. Yeah, it's, you're a bad person, aren't I you? am a horrible just person. Confess. Confession time. Yeah. I'm Glenn, Jody's partner in life and business, and I have the Picture Insect app. Okay. Which scans photos of bugs and is supposed to identify them. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. Yeah, yeah, kind of cool. But I tried scanning a fly, and according to the app, his name is Ron, and he was later caught in a web of crime. Ah, uh, grown. True story. True story. On today's show, we are wrapping up season two. And also wrapping up our first full year of podcasting. We kind of Netflix this thing where we only do 12 episodes a season. Mm -hmm. But unlike Netflix, you won't have to wait two years between seasons. I know. How long are you going to have to wait for those? (laughs) Or maybe you will. We we could do that. We could. Just build the hype. Build the hype. Now, without further ado, let's get started with this episode of Couples Inc. We are wrapping up our season, um, season two. Yeah, we are. What an eventful season it's been. It too. has been an eventful season. We thought, you know, let's look back. Uh, look at for all some of the, the things that have happened. All the things that have happened. All twelve episodes. Well, eleven episodes because this is the twelfth. Mm-hmm. And let's maybe talk about a few aha moments we've had. What about that one thing that happened? Oh, we don't talk about that. We talked about it back then. We won't talk about it ever again. That one thing. We'll we'll have to rewind then. (laughs) So I have three aha moments. So do I. Okay. And one of them is not the fact that I say so as much as so much, but I just realized that as I was saying that so, it is something I've learned. We have a lot of so's on the cutting room floor. We do. We do. From both of us, really. It's yeah, kind of, it's, you, you kind of start learning a little bit more about your so, quirks. Yeah, we do. So, number one, what I found interesting is that each couple that we've interviewed is enlightening. There are some similarities you're going to find when you interview you know, different couples. There's a lot of times some of the same questions. How do you make this work? Sure. And there are some common themes that we hear over and over again, like defining your roles and goals. But I still find it interesting and come away from each of our interviews, even if some of the stuff may be like, okay, we've, we've, we've heard that before, but it's just from their take. And it's just, I don't know. I, I, I still feel like there's something to be learned yeah. from each of these couples. And at the very least, it's inspiring to me. That's exactly right. It's a special sauce that they put on their blend that only they can do. Yeah, I mean, they all make follow some of the same tips, yeah. like again, setting roles and goals, or or communicating. But there's something unique about each person, just like sure. their relationship. The mechanics are similar, but and the results may be similar too. 
but the methodology that's where that's where the nuance comes in yeah i mean you found that too like yeah. you'd think like after that's we've a interviewed, very good point yeah after we've interviewed certain couples it's like okay what else can you ask them but there's always something new and we also try to vary the industries so i learn things about different uh types of businesses that i'm like well that's pretty fascinating mm-hmm. or i didn't even think about that so it's just it's the fact yeah. that there's still so much to learn i think we need to hit husbandry a little harder as an industry as in the livestock thing livestock not as in just could, people being do, husbands well you, you could do either one or both <laughs> when i was younger i did like didn't understand what they were talking an about. odd named industry yes <laughs> so there's there no goes, wifery so, there's no there? wifery there is midwifery and they, they call it midwifery. Now, if we can find a couple the, where the guy is in husbandry and the woman is a midwife. That's a perfect, that's like I a meta that's, interview on top of. That would be a series ending episode. Yeah, that would a, be. End of series for end down of series. the road. Yeah. Anyway, that was one of my first is that it's still fascinating to talk to different couples. Okay. Well, you want me to do my first now? Yeah. And we do one. Let's one, do one two, each. Two, yeah. Three, three. Okay. My first. Aha is you can get better. Are you talking about me personally? Because I, <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I'm taking that a little personal. <laughs> you and I mean the collective you, every you that's in you, mm-hmm. not just you, mm-hmm. but you. <laughs> Everyone that's doing um, a podcast, mm-hmm. and I've really listened to a lot more of them since we started. Um, it seems like it, over a timeline. They do hone their chops a little bit more. Yeah. There's no substitute for experience. We know that. So when we first started our podcast, I can go back to that first or second episode and think how far we've come in our pacing and the way that we interact with each other on the mic, as opposed to, you know, the secret language of our house. Mm -hmm. And our house has a secret language. Most of it's in Sanskrit, but there is some of it that is in English. But, you know, we do all kinds of little asides and uh-huhs and just things that we alone understand as a couple. And we've, we're learning a little bit more about how to include the listener on our journey. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, and I think that goes for like us as podcasters and then just people who are listening, business owners. You can always get better. I think that's a really good lesson to be learned no matter the industry or no matter the takeaway. Well, you got the muscle. Get better. Yeah, get better. All right, number two on my list, there are so many benefits to being a couple in business. And this podcast has reinforced that for me because I think, you know, I can't imagine starting a business with anyone else, whether it's a trusted friend, uh, a well-known colleague, or another family member. The trust that you have as a couple just surpasses all the other potential business partnerships. And I think that, again, this is talking to the experts, talking to couples, and us just discussing different topics. Mm-hmm. I just think that we take for granted some of this thing, but there's a, a true benefit to being a couple in business. We really do take it for granted because it's become part of our DNA mm-hmm. as in our time as a couple. And then that came into it when we started the podcast. So it's all kind of overlapping in that special sauce. It, it, well, it, you see it all over the floor here in the studio. It's seeping <laughs> again, through. With, again, with your um, clutter. Is that what you're talking about? Is that what, is that what you're calling it special sauce now? <laughs> yes. And I can, no, I yes. Think, I think the podcast has made us more aware of the, um, the things that we do take for granted, the mechanisms or the communications or the different ways we, we operate. 
and reinforce mm-hmm. the fact that being a couple in business is different and, in my mind, the best possible partnership for me. But I would say, I, w- I would imagine a lot of couples would agree, because you have the shared vision, you yeah. have a trust, and there's a there's just a lot more that gets wrapped into it that makes your business and your relationship, if you do it right, stronger. Yeah. And, you know, we encountered so many people when we first started uh, as a couple in business, yay, these many years ago, that said, oh, how could you do that? I, I could never work with my spouse. I'd kill him. Mm-hmm. Well, I understand that sentiment. When you're not working together, it's real easy to look at that and say that. But I will say personally that I don't feel any more like killing you than I ever did. Right. It's just the exact same amount. And I'm sure you feel the same. Exactly. Yeah. No need to say it. It's, it's just unspoken between it's us. It's an unspoken rule that yes. we have the same level of <laughs> desire yeah. to kill that we always did. Oh, no, yeah. Um, uh, for me. Yeah. yeah. All right. What's your second one? My second one is depend on your contacts for feedback. I have some people that I've worked with over the years that subscribe and listen to the podcast, and they have given me all kinds of tidbits that have been invaluable. Just little small things that they'll interject, opinions, constructive criticism, praise, what have you, that it should have been obvious to kind of reach out to my friends and my contacts. And, oh, so you and didn't reach out. They just, they offered they this. They are offering this to and me now when you I realize, talk to them. Yeah. yeah. Yeah, exactly. We probably should, we both should probably reach out and and have people listen. And we love feedback. If you're listening and you want to give a review on, even um, if you're not listening, or if you're if you're not listening and you want to give us a review, we'd love to get feedback because it does make you better. And being open to it is yeah. something that is is a good mindset that it we sure have. Is. And the fact that we are delving into something that is new ish for us. Mm-hmm allows us to kind of feel like, okay, yeah, there's like we were saying before, the first one, you can always get better. Well, now we're hearing feedback and it is just making us, I guess, more of a source for people. If if we're listening to feedback, then we're incorporating that. We're, we're taking the, the listener's point of view in mind. Yeah. So it's not just a push kind of, um, you know, yes, it is one somewhat one-sided, but when we listen to feedback, it doesn't, Uh, limit us. It gives us a little bit more of a conversation. It's almost like the ideal workplace scenario Mm -hmm. where you have uh, people that you work with striving to make, help make you better at what you do. And, uh, you know, I have had that before when we, when I worked for somebody else, but it wasn't sustained like this. Mm -hmm. It wasn't altruistic. It was, it was more like there was an agenda attached to it. Yeah. Yeah. If you had a good boss, you remember the best boss that you've ever had in Mm -hmm. your job or in your workplace? This is kind of like what that is. Only they're doing it because they care about you, the podcast, and as their own listener experience. Do you have any examples of some of the feedback that kind of has helped you, whether it be technical or topical? or One thing that was surprising to me with my radio background and a timer always going off in my head was uh, one of my good friends and work contacts told me that we should make the podcast longer. And to me, that was opposite of my instinct because right. from the background of producing commercial radio, especially, you have that 30 or 60 second timer going off all the time. 
Okay. Right, right. And, and you think of a long form type of a, a presentation or a recording, you're thinking in terms of maybe five minutes or 10 minutes. And it, it was alien to me when he first said it. I thought, man, that's crazy. What are you talking about? But it makes perfect sense because what you're trying to do with a podcast is not just fill time, obviously, that happens. But when you make it organic the way that we have started to do here in our second season and in seasons beyond, you realize the benefit of having more time to do more like we're doing right now, kind of riffing on an idea right. or riffing on uh, a set of uh, talking points. I've got three items here that are just three lines, you know, very short sentences. And we've already been talking about it for the last several minutes. Yeah, it's... It's a conversation. Yeah. It's authentic. It's yeah. organic. It is very different than what you might have been producing or working on, particularly with commercial radio. Sure. And that's, um, I think that's that's very good insight. And it actually takes me to my third point. And you were mentioning, you know, you came from a commercial radio background. Yeah. I came from a public radio background. So yeah. I yeah. am a little bit more accustomed to longer format. This podcast, an aha moment for me is I didn't realize how much I missed working in audio, in an audio format, and missed the mic. It's a lot of fun, isn't it? It is. Yeah. It is. You know, again, we both started on radio. You wanted to be a DJ. I wanted to ultimately work for NPR. And, and yeah, we got part of our careers, you know, achieved or, or we, we achieved that part of our uh, professional life. And then we moved into marketing and advertising. But this has been a great chance to flex those muscles again, and the sound design that you do on some of our podcasts have been just, has been just amazing. On all of on our all pod- the sound. Well, I mean, the sound production is amazing. The sound design I'm talking about when you add more sound effects or music or different things that are like above and beyond. It has been really fun, Thank and you. we get to flex those muscles. And I had, you know, again, I'd forgotten how much I enjoyed being in the world of audio. Yeah. I really enjoyed it. So that's my third aha. What's yours? Well, despite emails to the contrary, we still have not won the Scottish lottery. (laughs) I'm sorry to tell you. You you may have seen these from time to time. Everybody does. And that's your aha moment is... That's that's number three. At least I didn't put it at number one. That's true. Okay, so that was an aha moment and you should count that sure i'm glad you realized that we haven't and you might want to also add to your aha that we're not likely to well for our scottish listeners um in scottish land i want to point out that we are eligible for that for the for winning the lottery we should buy that property where you can like buy us just like a a square foot and you we become would, a landed gentry oh, you're absolutely over there. Right. we would be twice as eligible Now, in this next segment, Jody drew up some series superlatives. Right. And I tried to have some fun, but I couldn't come up with anything. It's you like You can't have fun? Yeah, well, yeah. Like, I was thinking about, you know, school, you have most likely to succeed, yeah. uh, funniest, those kinds of things. So I kind of did a little bit of like the most this, but right. I didn't have a lot of fun. It, well, in the school thing, am I best all around? You're best all around. Most likely to succeed. <laughs> Most likely to succeed. to succeed. That was very. And that's very interesting. That you had a difficulty saying. Most likely that. to get tongue tied. Most or, likely to get yeah, tongue tied. Have my speech compromised by something? 
The funniest. Your class clown. I'll let you be class clown. I am not clowning. Okay. This is serious. So, yeah, in this case, I thought, well, I'd look back at some of the episodes and maybe, I don't know, name a couple of them in terms of what I felt over the last season were um, some highlights. Walk Not the aha the, moments, but these are the highlights. The Hall of Memories. The Hall of Memories. So I was looking back and what I dubbed the most interesting segment. Right. Not like the most interesting man in the world. This is the most, well, this can be the most interesting segment in the world. Okay. I thought the episode that we talked about the five love languages, which was episode three of season two. I loved that one. I <laughs> Yes, I loved it too. And it wasn't about loving language. It was the five love languages. I thought that was the most interesting segment because I am fascinated by this concept and totally understand when there are couples who are not aligned, that their love language is different. Mm-hmm. And just as a refresher, the love languages, um, acts of service, receiving gifts, quality time, words of affirmation, or physical touch. And what you hope is that you and your partner either understand the other person so that maybe you adapt to that or you are you match for example if your partner is one who likes receiving gifts and you're more likely to do acts of service well maybe you instead of just going to get the gas and the car filled up you also buy a little something special that kind of thing for us it lined up that we both liked the same thing physical touch something special like a scottish lottery ticket like a scottish lottery ticket you're going to have to let that go Gotta have to let it go. So I thought that was the most interesting segment looking back because it just was something that it, I kind of felt it was insightful and could be helpful if people are feeling like he doesn't show he loves me or he doesn't tell me he loves me. Well, he may not be the person who does words of affirmation, but his showing you or telling you he loves you is because is quality time together. So just kind of understanding that. Mm -hmm. I thought that was a fascinating uh, segment. Very much so. Now, the most informative segments of this past season was when we interviewed representatives from the Arkansas Small Business and Technology Development Center. Those were episodes five and ten. Yeah. I thought those were great because this is a resource everybody has, some Uh variation of the Small Business Technology Development Center. Um, Ours is Arkansas, but... There's you may have it in your area. Right. Uh, obviously, if, if if your area doesn't have one, then you don't have it. Right. This is mainly the United States. So, yes. yeah. So, if you are, I know we have a couple of listeners, um, Germany, uh, some listeners from Germany and... Scotland. <laughs> obviously, Scotland. So, anyway, I just thought it was it was very interesting. And I always enjoy varying it up. We talked about it. We interviewed couples. I like... Talking to the experts, too. Throwing that in the mix. Yeah, absolutely. All right. And so, the last one is not a segment, but I'm giving the Frequent Flyer Award to Scott and Jane Levine. Okay. They have had, from the beginning, at least four appearances on the show. (laughs) And... They actually, I think, have one of the most downloaded episodes when we did an episode with them. I want to say season one, yeah. fall fun. Yeah. It's still, it's, it's still got the record number That's of downloads. The world champion. It sure uh, is. Yeah. So they are a lot of fun. One thing we did learn, though, along the way is um, sometimes it's better to go ahead and record the podcast and then 
do dinner and drinks. Yes. But other times, it's more exciting. It's more fun. More fun more to do dinner and drinks and then record the episode. More so, fun predictable. More fun predictable. So we can kind of see uh, what happens as we invite them back for um, for season three. That's true. I think we'll probably bring out the shrooms at that point. Oh, yeah. Make it really wild. Yeah. No drinking. That's And that's what we agreed to. No drinks. Right. Ooh, I like the jam. Thank you. Now, my name is Glenn. No, really, for reals, because I don't have a better rap name until maybe when I finish with my rhyme, and it <laughs> propels me into the big time. He's off his meds again. He's off his meds again. <laughs> I'm podcasting with my homegirl, Jody, whose hair is the color of a macaroni. Well, maybe with a little C-A-R-M-E-L-L-O that wiggles like a jiggler made out of jello. Don't give up your day job, Glenn. Don't give up your day job, Glenn. We made it through seasons one and two, and season three will soon be coming to you. This is Glenn laying down some beats you like, and this is where I drop the mic. The mic. The mic. The mic. I can't see where it fell. Jody, I don't have my glasses. Can you help me find the microphone? I dropped it while I was rapping and it's, I don't think it's here, but I may have stepped on it. Nothing like it, right? Nothing like it of all the raps I've heard. I know. It's like, that the, is great. That's the illumination, <laughs> the way to move forward from, from, from rapping. It. That is great. That is what a wonderful way to wrap up the season. Thanks for listening to Couples Inc., a place where we help couples work better together. We drop new episodes the first and third Wednesday of each month, but to make sure you don't miss a show, follow us wherever fine podcasts are published. And if you enjoyed this episode and you want to support the podcast, share it with others, post it on social media, or leave a rating or review. And please visit our website, couplesincpodcast.com. That's couplesincpodcast.com. To learn more about us, review show notes, or leave us a message. Until next time.